Good afternoon, and welcome to the Captain's Corner. Today's program is brought to you by Millennium Construction Company, the innovators of concrete in all of Western New York. Well, like I ended the show yesterday, we have one more election to go, and it's in the process right now. It's about four hours away from being completed. Probably not for a day or two, or maybe even longer before we're going to have someone declared winners uh, in Georgia. Maybe we'll be surprised, but just from what I'm looking at and watching on TV and listening on the radio, it looks like, I I don't know, it doesn't look to me like there's a ton of people that are out there, even though they say the Democrats are going to need a million or so people to get out there and vote. I don't know if I see that many or if it looks like that many, but there's still four hours to go. I watched last night the uh, big guns who came into Georgia and uh, were here to chime in for their particular uh, persons or persons uh, for the Senate. Uh, President-elect Biden spoke for about 10 minutes, no questions, sounded like his usual, usual pep talk that you would hear in a uh, basketball locker room. The president, his usual, the overwhelming crowd, spoke for roughly 90 minutes, and he, uh, as expected, was certainly there prompting for the uh, Loeffler and uh, for Purdue, but he kept going back and forth to what they were going to do in in tomorrow, in tomorrow's uh, debate that they're going to have regarding the Electoral College and whether to not accept it. He still claims that there's proof, and I guess the way he makes it sound like they're going to have all this proof ready available tomorrow. Uh, I certainly do have my doubts on this whole thing, and do so do most people. It would be certainly, if he's able to do this here and pull this off, it would be astronomical for somebody to have come this far to wait till the very last day and, and actually overturn something into his favor. It doesn't look all that great. Yeah, it doesn't look all that great. So what we'll have, and, 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 and until we do have the, uh, the election results, uh, we still don't know who's going to control the Senate. We spoke some yesterday regarding uh, if the Democrats get in, it's carte blanche for them. It's anything that they want to do, they'll be able to do and with no problems, with no problems. The firewall that the Georgians are hopefully ex- and people are expecting to do by putting the other people in, into office would be that, that firewall that kind of keeps things <clears throat> a little balanced in, in the uh, Congress and in the Senate. When you're able to just come through and anything that you uh, campaign for or you want to do, you can do because there's no resistance uh, anyplace. Um, so we'll see. We'll see in a couple of days. I suspect myself, me personally, and I, and I hate to say this, I, I, I don't see the Republicans winning, the, winning this election. I really don't. As bad as these two candidates that they're running against and, and how they ever got nominated, just watching them and listening to them is beyond me. This whole thing is, it really has been no mystery when you look at where the monies came from for all of these um, uh, contestants, if you will. And they're just tons and tons of money, X amount of dollars for 
for for the littlest thing, and just millions, millions of dollars have been uh, pumped into Georgia and, and for this election on both sides, on both sides. But most of all, on the one side, it's all that high tech money. Um, and people who actually controlled this past election, actually controlled the narrative of the whole election, was involved in the, in, in the impeachment, was involved in, in, in stopping investigations on, on the Republican side, uh, weren't able to continue to follow up on things. But but that's because there's no uh, there's no reporting anymore. There's no reporters. It's hard to find. Uh, again, there's a handful of people that are out there. But as a whole, as a rule, the papers that are still around and the uh, national broadcasting company, they don't have reporters. They have people that keep offering their opinions over and over again. There's one station out there uh, in the highest cable company going is Fox. And I don't know what will happen to Fox if this gets turned over at the Senate level. It's, it's hard. If they control everything, they're, they're going to control the narrative for Fox, too, because they've already began to lean a little bit to the left. Not far, not much, but th- there has been talk, and, and you can see the attitude that some of the um, their announcers have. They've changed a little bit, which, which is okay, which is okay. But I still do consider them uh, media people who have, uh, uh, they're unbiased in some of the things they do. And you can see that just by the guests that they have on their shows. So uh, we'll know, like you say, in a couple of days, uh, this whole thing is going to change. We'll get into everything. We'll get back to business and see where we are. Uh, a little update on the vaccines. It seems to me that uh, as much as there has been put out there, and a very small percentage of the vaccines that was put out there is actually in use and getting into the arms of the people that need it. This all goes back down to the states, and the states are, uh, they must be having a tough time. Uh, in our New York state over here, the, the, the genius that we have who wrote a book and that thinks he's, the, he's some kind of a Hollywood actor, he's lost. He doesn't seem to know what to do. It was Mr. Know-it-all, don't forget. And he was he was the Mr. Mr. Information and all of COVID-19. He wrote a book. He had a, a, a talk show with him and his brother. They, they were like, you know, two comedians. And they were going to alleviate all, all of the trouble that was in there with a little bit of laughter. And he, he's, he's a joke. He really is a joke. All the people's lives that he cost by putting them back into those nursing homes doesn't even acknowledge it. You know, looks at it, puts his nose up in the air like it never happened. Well, day of reckoning coming. It's coming. Your day is coming. You'll be you'll be running for re-election soon, and you're going to be surprised. You and that jackass mayor that you have in the city of Buffalo. You've chased most of the people away. All of the good people, you and people in California, the same thing, they're all leaving. It's no joke anymore. It's no secret anymore. The people who set out, who set out to do this, going back a number of years ago, actually pulled it off. They actually pulled it off. But uh, again, not not to keep beating a dead horse, uh, we'll, we'll touch on other things once we know where we stand as far as the Senate and the Congress go. But the vaccine, uh, to get back to that a little bit of news, uh, the states are, are well behind as far as, as getting the people uh, vaccinated. And some of the shelf life that is on these things that are there are only supposedly last for 21 days, and then they're useless. 
And now what are we going to do? You know, I, I heard yesterday that what they wanted to do is they wanted to, to leap out in front and, and give, give people their first shot and use up the stuff that they had for the second shot, not knowing if, in fact, they'll be able to get enough stuff for, so they would do the, the, the second shot. So, uh, again, uh, instead of us working together and putting all the pieces together, we're all over the place. And as usual, uh, the one guy gets blamed for everything. It's his fault that, the, that we didn't reach the $20 million. I think it's his fault that the states aren't uh, vaccinating the people at the rate that they should be. And it's his fault if this doesn't work out. You know, here we go. And uh, when president-elect comes into office and uh, his, he's going to do an awful lot of things on his first day. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see when reality finally sets in to him and every single day is going to be like like a, like a windstorm for him. And I, I don't know how he's going to be able to. Personally, I don't think he's going to last anyway. He's going to be able to take it. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Now, tomorrow's debate is going to be very, I guess they're going to cover it from end to end. And it's going to be interesting to see because sides have been taken. We already know the Democrats and Republicans, but on the Republican side, sides have been taken because there's only a handful of senators who are going to get involved in the debate. And the, 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 most of them are, are hoping and wishing that this would all be over with and that the president would stop trying to reach up in, in, in the sky and, and say we have this, this, and this, and we're going to end everything. It's, it's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen like that. I was hoping, and, 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 I'm, and the more I think about it, his, his dream team that he has put together, they have done an abominable job getting things to the courts or trying to get them into the courts. So they haven't been successful in any place. And I'm surprised at that. If you have supposedly the information that the, the president says that they do have, this should have been a slam dunk. And it's not. You know, it's not. We're coming into the last few days of, of the, actually, this will be his last time around if, if, if he, in fact, is going to do anything. So we'll see. And I would I mean, imagine that the debate is going to be very long. I'll try to cover as much as I can tomorrow. But that'll be the interesting part. And we'll also maybe, maybe know how the elections from today went. So there's there's a number of things that I will cover and want to cover. But, but we'll see. We'll keep the lines open uh, for people to reply and want to get on board with anything uh, down the road. We, we hopefully will have a few people that will be guests and we'll be able to go, you know, one on one with some people and, and get other people's other people's opinions and stuff. So we're still setting up some of our studio things, other microphones and, and mixers and stuff. So uh, we're, we're we're moving along. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Hopefully. Um, it'll be very professional, and and I don't I, I don't want to always talk politics. Uh, we've already changed our Sundays into um, honor and worship Sundays as opposed to politics. There's no politics on Sunday. Every once in a while, we will in fact have a hypothetical uh, show, and uh, just to, to try and get people's minds off of things and see what we would do in various situations, and and that's something that's open too. People can send me something. You'd like to have a hypothetical on this and, and wonder what people would do if, if something happened, like we did last time. Uh, the hypothetical was if you woke up this morning and the headlines read, COVID-19 is gone, completely gone, and how we would react, what we would do, where we would go, who we'd be involved with, There's something like that there. And it was, see, hopefully it was a little something to take your mind off of it and, and to think back or to think forward of what you might do. But that's what we would like to do. And we're heading toward that there. 
There will be politics, to, of course, to go on and on, and we're, we're going to see. Um, we'll keep people abreast as much as we can. This is a very opinionated show. I'm sure you know that. But I want it to be fair, too. I definitely want it to be fair. There are some things that I want to I want to present to all of us out there because I still believe, I still believe that we need a, an overhaul in this government, top to bottom, top to bottom. And I, I will continue to harp on that. So, but keep in mind if you're if you're going to be a regular listener, uh, and there's something that you you like to hear about or, or would like to profess, don't hesitate to, to get a hold of us. Now, how do you do this? <laughs> right, right now, I couldn't tell you. I'm not the tech man. My grandson is the one who takes care of all of that stuff. So. But I'm sure that eventually that we'll be able to do that there. Because I know people like to get involved. When I hear things on, uh, on a radio show, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to be able to call up right away and offer an opinion and stuff. But that, that's kind of what we do. So we, you're not going to have to worry. You're not going to be in line. You're not going to have to worry about guests in front of you. So um, it, it'll, be, it'll be different. It'll be different. And it'll be for the people. That's the important thing. You know, I, I want to keep us abreast. I want to keep us on top of things. I want us to pay attention to things. I, I heard one of the newscasters yesterday about how he feels about things. And, and I feel I, I seem to align quite a bit with, with his feelings about what's going on and the way it's going on. And, and as a matter of fact, the, the tagline that he did, in fact, use was, was just it. Pay attention. Pay attention because there's a lot going on. And if you fall asleep and you, you don't pay you don't pay attention, you, you're going to fall behind that eight ball and you're going to have a tough time catching up. So uh, until tomorrow, this is the captain. I'm going to sign off and I will talk to you uh, tomorrow. So in the meantime, once again, God bless America and God bless you. Bye.